Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Crenn No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide, we are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio, they're at Talent Network Inc. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Crenn. It's Jim Crenn, No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network. We have a special show for you today. Well, a little bit different than usual. Uh, the reason is, I had a chance to talk again to uh, Wild Bill, Wild Bill uh, Rakowski from Deadliest Catch, Cape Caution's captain. And as you know, because you know me, I'm a huge Deadliest Catch fan. I watch it every year. So it's, it's, it's its 10th season. 10th season. That's amazing. That means, you know, Sig has been on every season for 10 years. That makes him a rock star. He's been on television Sick has been on TV, had a TV show longer than Seinfeld. How about that? He beat him by, I think, a year. I think, think Jerry's show went for nine. There you go. So, Sig, you could just you could walk up to Jerry and just say, hey, I, I beat you by, by a year with Deadly Sky. And, and you, you had crabs every year, Sig. But I, Wild Bill, who is a Pittsburgh guy, grew up in the Irwin area, he is one of the nicest people I've ever met as far as celebrities. You know, someone known. That's the kind of guy. He's, just, he's Pittsburgh. That's why. He's just one of those guys. He's just, just down to earth, genuine, just a good guy. And he gets it. He uses his notoriety to, to help people. He comes into Pittsburgh every year, does different charities for you know, different groups. Wounded Warriors being one of his favorite, as, as is it's mine, one of my favorites, uh, favorite charities. Which I, I do a uh, a show for Wounded Warriors every year fundraiser, and Bill and I were talking next year we're going to do a big show for Wounded Warriors. We like to do uh, do something next year. We're going to put it together, and we will keep you posted. But I got a chance to to talk to Wild Bill on the Gateway Clipper. Now the Clipper, which is our iconic river boats, I love the Clipper. Uh, it, it, we've been around forever since I was a kid. You know, my my first cruise of my life on a good ship, Lollipop. But uh, I had an idea in my head for, for Deadliest Carp a year ago. Uh, you listen to the show every, every week. You, you heard me talk about that. When Bill was on last time, I said, Deadliest Carp. We have to do an episode. So uh, yeah, Frank, Wayne, uh, and myself, and Terry was able to make it. Johnny and Mikey couldn't make it. But they, uh, Terry came, showed up, and uh, we put together a skit uh, called Deadliest Carp. And I, I tried to you know make it. As dramatic as uh, Deadliest Catch, of course, right? And, you know, the, the very dangerous crab fishing on the Bering Sea. And, and, of course, equally as dangerous carp fishing, carp fishing on the Allegheny. But the Greenhorn Stanley Pikachowski and Bill go at it. So you may have caught this. Uh, if you haven't caught it, you know, check us out. It's on jimcren.com or go to YouTube or whatever. It's It's been out now a, a few days, the the, the, uh, the skit that we did, Deadliest Carp. It, it was a ton of fun. Bill, great sense of humor, though, you know, excited he did. That. It was a game to do uh, to do that with me. In the uh, the Stan, Stanley P, uh, you know, I don't know. He, we'll see how we'll see how it works out for him you, you, as a carp, carp fisherman in the future. But I think Deadliest Carp, could be the new hit show you know i think it's just gonna from deadliest catch and they should just follow right up with deadliest carp because carp in fish is uh carp's the other white meat that's what they say in, in, in the fishing business it's just good 
good eating. I'm kidding, of course. I've never had that ugly fish. God bless the carp, but geez, that's an ugly little fish. I, I guess if I was starving, I'd eat a carp. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess if you... You know what? If you put cheese on anything, I can eat it, I think. If you put cheese on it... Yeah, I probably... If I was starving, I'd really be starving. But you know, if you put cheese... Like cheddar, provolone, mozzarella, forget about it, right? I could probably eat it with mozzarella. Smother the thing with cheese or whatever. But anyway, deadliest carp. I want you to catch it. And... I got a chance to sit with Bill. Terry uh, did also, and Terry and I are both big fans of Deadliest Kid. Terry's a huge fan also. And we got to hang out with him and, and just chat about his coming home to Pittsburgh, talk about, you know, Steelers and, you know, just everything Pittsburgh with, with Wild Bill. So I hope you enjoyed the interview. This is Bill and I and with Terry on the boat, on the Gateway Clipper boat, hanging out. Hanging out, Nat, just uh, uh, talking about Deadliest Catch and in uh, life in general. So I hope you enjoy this uh, special edition of Jim Crenn, No Restrictions. I hope you enjoy the interview. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and out of the commercial will be the interview. Don't let someone steal your great idea. Register a domain name now and put your idea online. GoDaddy is offering onenewortransfer.com for the low price of two dollars and ninety five cents two ninety five whether you're building your dream business or starting a website for fun visit godaddy.com and enter the code kren295 k-r-e-n-n-295 at checkout it's go time some limitations apply see website for details no restrictions jim kren no restrictions on the sideshow network we got a special broadcast here while bill wakrowski he's my man he's the he's the guy of deadliest catch uh, cape caution uh, uh, billy you're, you're such a good guy you, you drop by every year uh, terry jones actually is here with, with us uh, today hanging out my sidekick here uh, for the show i just want to mention thanks well first off thanks to the gateway clipper gateway clipper is the greatest that's where we're broadcasting from right now uh, you may have seen it already our deadliest carp parody that we did bill was nice enough to do that with me <laughs> But uh, Bill, uh, from from Cape uh, Caution to to you know to dry land this this season and hanging out, you do your tour every year. Come through Pittsburgh, and this is your hometown. And uh, welcome home is what I want to say, buddy. Thanks. I got a bone to pick right away. Good. You know, after being here last year, I text you, I call you, nothing, <laughs> nothing back, nothing. Terry, we're still talking almost Frank, every day. Yeah, what, yeah we talk, what, we talk very often. What is the deal? He knows I'm the worst. What is the deal? I, I, you know? I, I know. <laughs> Billy, I apologize. I will be better to share. Oh, no, no, no. That ain't enough. <laughs> that ain't enough. I need more. He's I, like, I'm, you I'm, can yeah, ignore I, me, but you can't ignore Frank, Captain Wilder. Frank, I'm bad at my No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's a pleasure to be here. It's, it's, this is a lot of fun, but we're looking at doing some good stuff in the future, so we're going to get together. And I spend a lot of my summer on the road doing charity stuff, and why not do it with you? You know, you might as, we might as well have a good time while we're doing some good things. So Absolutely. looking forward to the next journey through town, and we'll come up with something. Well, the nice thing is, man, you're, you, like I said last year, you're just uh, you know, most down-to-earth. You're a Pittsburgh guy. You're down-to-earth Pittsburgh guy. It's something about our city, though, man. Our family and friends, they don't buy into any bullshit, any kind of, like, you know, ego bullshit. You, you know, you seem to have the same family-type friends that I do, which would be, 
you know, you pull any star stuff, man, you're going to get it handed to you. First of all, you, you're trying to convince me you have friends. <laughs> I pay them. I'll tear my pay. <laughs> and you have family that'll talk to you? Come on, I, I am from Pittsburgh. Left. I had a pretty good education system. You can't pull the wool over my eyes. You're, yeah, I, I have the, 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 the dysfunctional family, of course. The Pittsburgh dysfunctional. I resemble that remark. <laughs> Oh yeah, my mom is uh, you know eighty years Lou eighty years old. Her idea of breakfast is a cigarette and a Dr Pepper. Terry knows her. Yeah, that's 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 the ideal <laughs> Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh breakfast lady. right there. You see, the matriarch. My grandma know? just had that this morning. So that's right. But yeah, man. So so did you get did you, did you get? Oh man, Frank. <laughs> you're fine. Frankie you're, boy. Frank's fine. That's it. You get. It's it. <laughs> Where, where did you get that? Where'd you get a white camera? Vidal Sassoon? What the hell is that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I asked if it was his wife's camera when I saw <laughs> Your wife let you use her camera. Like, man, <laughs> thank you, Frank. This is nice. Yeah, no, that's all right, Frank. You go nuts with your Versace camera. It's, it's like a modeling <laughs> shoot for Frank. But anyway, the Clipper, man. It's, it's, it's the coolest thing. Growing up, doing the, doing the Clipper, man, good ship lollipop. That was like my that was my deadliest catch. And probably yours, yours too as a kid growing up in Irwin, right? Well, the good ship lollipop was the whole reason I went to Alaska to become a crab fisherman. <laughs> That's what I, <laughs> I figured that. You know, right? I, I just, I just, I when I was growing up, I this is I got to be on the ocean after doing this. You know, you, you saw the good ship lollipop, and you said, "Man, uh, you know the greenhorns here, or you know they seem to be adapting very easily. This is a dangerous job here, but I can handle it, man." Oh, uh, it's, now, what? Yeah, what? I asked you last year, but you refresh everybody. What, what the hell? The hell do you? Uh, in, in a quick way, how do you get there? How do you get to be a fisherman, like come Pittsburgh boy? All of a sudden. Most of you us know, took an airplane. We went west, and then <laughs> and that was it. And we, <laughs> yeah. Went to a bar, showed up. No, met no, no. People. I I worked my way to the west coast. You know, it was always a little bit of a gypsy. You know, the Wild Bill thing started mm-hmm. early in life. It wasn't something that came later. And you know, I got to see San Diego, moving up the coast. Got to Seattle, and I've told the story a bunch. And anybody that follows me, the guy had a pocket full of hundreds, and I was peeling them out, playing billiards with him. And I said, "Are you a criminal?" He said, "No, I'm a crab fisherman." And my quote. Swear to God, was well. You're an idiot if you're making this kind of money at this. I'll be a rock star one day, and that was 37 years ago. I yeah, I remember that story from last year. So when you give a recap for everybody you know, listening now, and you know, because it's kind of cool as I watch the season. You know, Zach is uh, starting to take over a little. I, I noticed the, the. I watched the last episode. I think it was the one with the big storm or whatever. They yeah. they had you gave Zach the wheel and kind of like walked out, which I was kind of shocked, man, because. So was, it, was. so was the insurance company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. You know, but it was kind of cool because you trusted him. And that's the only thing you got. And then you said something like, hey, that's what I learned. You know, in other words, kind of like throw him in there, let him make his mistake. But that could be a really dangerous mistake. No. I or no. He, he spends enough time at the wheel, and he's seen it happen. But the, the thing is, I, Zach had a big turning point this season, and I don't know mm-hmm. if people picked up on it, but he's been fighting me all along. And I finally told him, I said, hey, kid. I'm tired of trying to force feed you my knowledge. If you don't pay attention, shut up and learn, you can get off the boat after the end of the season. And he came up to me and he was like, really? And I said, no. You're either going to pay attention and learn what I'm teaching you so I can move on. I want to get him in the wheelhouse before I retire or find another boat. I think that's, that's why people like the show. It's a family show. It's about fam, real family show, in other words. You know, no bullshit to it. Is every father out there with the son that age, right? There's that, that age, and you were that age or whatever. We all pushed our fathers to the, you know, where, where's the border? Where, where, you know, how far do we go? We want to do better than our dads. And, and, and you know, I think you handled it uh, uh, great, especially giving him the wheel and everything. And, 
he seems to be adapting also. So that's what I meant. You have to be kind of proud. Now, how long do you think – do you want her to step back and let him take over soon? Or well, is, is this that way down the road? It's easier said than done. It's like one of those deals you have to have a job before you can get a job. <laughs> so basically you have to run a tender for a while, a salmon tender. That's where you run around Alaska all summer long picking up uh, salmon from small boats, and then you put it in a, the same hole that we put the crab in, but the water's refrigerated. You take it to town, and then a cannery pumps it out, and then they process the fish. Huh. That's can- that's tendering in a nutshell. Oh, that's so you have to learn version. that first? You have to do that well, first? Yeah, you, what you do is you get used to managing a crew. You get used to tying up the boat, Okay. doing the maintenance. You don't just turn a new kid loose on the Bering Sea, although my first job running a boat was a king crab on the Bering Sea. You, they but do I was a little different. Okay. A different, different time? I've always different. been a little different. <laughs> well, yeah, because I didn't know that, man. I always thought they did. I always thought it was like a, a time where you just go... Here's the keys. Go ahead. You're, so you're, much it's your boat. They got to work their way up, and you're saying that you just pretty much went out there in the beginning and just went straight for the big boy instead of working your way up. As I never was a greenhorn. Yeah, never. I oh. had well, I had strong mechanical background on boats. Yeah. So I went as engineer my very first trip. So I never got half share. I always got at least full share. Then my second trip, I was running the deck of another boat, and getting a share and a half and it's it's been like that ever since you know it's it, like sled dogs yeah. you're not the lead dog the views all the same right right yeah. Yeah, absolutely i can yeah. see you want me to explain that to you Jim? yeah please break it, you know me bill you got to break it down off camera <laughs> i'll ask him later but i couldn't what did, see you doing anything else i mean outside of that because you are like you're born for the sea i mean is there any other job that you think you could do or would do uh, actually outside i did a little stint i was a fluffer for lesbian porn for a while <laughs> I remember that time. Yeah, I remember that. I remember the, that era. The, I was, they called was me the double era. pumper. Yes. The double pumper. I it was an amazing was born, time. So, no, yeah, it was only yeah. two years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> I missed out on that part. So we were out in L.A., and he was he was doing a show at the same club. You yeah. know. Oh, okay, so it, it worked out. It, we were on first, which yes. was always interesting. We, yeah, Bill, Bill, and I've known each, we, Bill and I have known each other for a long time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. And a stint in lesbian porn. That's we, awesome. we Yeah, we, we, we grew up. We, we had <laughs> Bill and I worked together. Bill and I... We we st- I actually we started on a fishing we started on a boat at North Park Lake. Yeah. There's a rowboat and we had a fishing company. Okay. Guppies are us. <laughs> that's, we, that's Bill and I caught guppies. I think I've been there. And uh, but we had no market. No one wanted to buy them from us for whatever reason. People didn't buy into the fact that guppies are delicious, which you know they missed out. But that that's that went up. that went south. And then we, we went on. Then we then we parted ways. Okay. As far that as that wasn't the boat. really my proudest moment. I don't usually bring no. it up. No. Okay. We didn't talk for a lot of years, really. And then so, that's why, yeah. Now and then some son of a bitch gave him my number, which... And then boom, I showed up. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got West, I hit out for a lot of years, and he, if, I'm like, oh, no, how do you get my number? He, yeah, Bill ran to Alaska to get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Jimmy, I better run now then. <laughs> you know what's funny, Will? Every movie, every TV show you see, the guy always escapes to Alaska when they want to like lose their identity. <laughs> Whatever, going, they're going to Alaska. Whenever you're up there, man. Hey, stop. The statute yeah. of limitation hasn't run out on a couple of my things. <laughs> <laughs> when people come on the boat or, or you see people trying to you know, get a job and stuff, man, they have, there has to be some crazy backgrounds, man. Or do you guys do background checks or that, that Actually, or no? up until, I think in the last five or six years, now the computer systems are such that they come on and they check IDs. and So it's a little stronger. But years but ago, guy, that's exactly what it was. I mean, we had uh, the Wizard, one of the boats on the show, had a guy yeah. that robbed a bank. <laughs> and they had a visual of him, and he puts his face on TV. Oh, you're kidding. Not real sharp. That is awesome. I'm, they have video of him robbing a bank, <laughs> and the guy gets hired on a boat that that's on TV. <laughs> TV. And genius. somebody's watching the show going, 
That's the guy. That's fantastic. <laughs> what an idiot. I love it. Yeah, I know. That's tremendous. Well, you don't Slab. have to be real smart to be a crabber, obviously. Right? <laughs> hey, wait. You, you got to be brave, man. You got to have balls. Yeah. I'll tell you that. That's the craziest job. I talked about that last year, of course. And so I think we watch a show because of that. We, we live vicariously through you guys, man. And, you know, your job's the coolest because you seem like you're warm up there. And <laughs> Are you I warm up always, there? I wasn't always in the wheelhouse. I was on no. deck. I did my share. Oh, you were? Yeah, I know. You'd pay your and dues. And if you really sure. watch the show, you'll know when things break. I go down on you're deck. You're the man. I go yeah. out there and fix stuff. Well, you know what's interesting? The uh, You had to really... Uh, it was a crazy thing. There was a sabotage. When you call, it was almost a sabotage. You guys get tired, obviously, toward the end of the run. I know it seems physically, you know, obviously it's grueling. And there was somebody, Miles, I think it was, was either throwing away bait or using too much bait, which would have caused you to come back early. And I remember you saying this would have been this was a form of sabotage. Is that common to people to try to get in? You know, in the old days when it was derbies, we would work around the clock. We'd be out, we would never get on a rain gear for three or four days at a time. And there were crews. That, I mean, I've sat in the wheelhouse seven days and not gotten out of the chair. I've caught it 20 minutes here, 10 minutes there. I mean, this is back when it was derby, and we're making, right. we were making pretty decent dough back in the 80s. Like, you know, there were, there were months at a time I was making 25 grand a week that's in the a, 80s. Wow. That's I mean, awesome. that's when it was rock star stuff. It's yeah. the government's come in and taken big chunks of taxes, and it's the price of fuel's gone up, price of bait's gone up. It's it's still a good job, but it used to be a great job. One point it was, it was wild, it was crazy money. So when this guy was throwing, was he was he using? He, he, was he using, wanted to get in. He wanted. He was a kid. He wanted to get in early. He was tired, right? No, he, had, he had something. He had signed up for a school, and he school. didn't tell anybody. That was it. And you know what's funny? I had some clown on the on the <laughs> social media just chew me out. How could I? Uh, keep him away from his education are you kidding but i don't even know if they're going to show it but i got him to the dock he left early i got him on an airplane and he got home in time to go to school so So, he didn't make it yeah everybody always looks at me like i'm this tyrant he went home early still got paid and i got the rest of the crew worked another week which usually doesn't happen especially with a greenhorn and i got him home on time for school so i don't know who you are the clown on social media but up yours i agree (laughs) i agree just the opposite what what that awesome. what he did, he you know I thought you treated him way nicer than than, than most people would have treated him because he literally could have screwed up your entire thing if he yeah, if he, yeah he would have just cost us some money you know and in the old days I mean what happened to him in, in he would have got punched in the face he would have got beaten up right probably by me in 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 band <laughs> like he would have never been yeah. back on a boat again right 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 and. The way it is right now, if they would have actually filmed Dundee's Sketch maybe 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Yeah. That would have been crazy. People would have lost their mind. Really? All the T-ball moms that think everybody should get a trophy, them girls would have lost gone. their mind. Politically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't politically correct at all. It's like No, no, I went out one, one time and banged a couple guys' heads together, and the one guy actually <laughs> crapped his pants. Really? I, I, I must have scared him. I believe it. I, I picked it. the other guy up, and you know how when the pots are standing on deck, they're yeah. seven feet high? I grabbed him by the rain gear and threw him on top of the pots. <laughs> See, that's strength. I believe it, man. No, it, was I, inter- I mean, it was adrenaline. We were, we were making so much Bill. money, and these two guys went cr- Thanks. They went crazy. They were beating each other up, and if they hurt each other, then we, I would lose yeah. two of my five decades. your we had crew. A, and I couldn't let that happen, so I went wow. out, and I kind of everything kind of got dark and cylindrical, and next thing I know, everybody's telling me one guy crapped his pants, and the other guy's afraid to ever come back in the wheelhouse again. So. Well, that, that storm, it was a storm in the finale, too. Yeah, there was one. There was a crazy one. storm. I know, really, every week is a storm. But yeah, well, they made it sound like that though for the for the viewers. Like they made it, you know what I mean? Because you guys face waves like forty feet every week. I'm watching boats crash, and all of a sudden, but they made it. They built it up for me to even think, yeah. "Oh my God, this is an Arctic hurricane or something." They call. It. So was was it was it 
as crazy as I thought, or was it just like every other storm? Actually, it's worse. You know, when you're looking at the screen, you see the boats going up and down. The guys that are filming either on the same boat, so the camera's going with the boat. Right. Or some of this stuff comes from the chase boat. There's only been one or two scenes that really depict how bad it is. And the other thing you can't see on TV is cold. Can you see cold? No, because no, you look you warm in there. Like you look warm, warm in the wheelhouse. Quit re- referencing that. I've been on deck before, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's like me saying, I haven't been a host my whole life. I didn't pay my, my dues to get here. <laughs> oh, no, Jimmy was just born here. I worked my way. No, <laughs> poor Phil. I'm killing him. No, but, you just, but, you but just it can't is cold. See, yeah. You just can't see the cold. You can't see right. the agony of being out. You know, they show the high points and the low points. Nobody wants to see an average day. Yeah. Kind no, of like, I want. I want to live. Who cares with about an average guy? Yeah. It's be boring, right? Yeah. If you yeah. just, you know. So, all the grueling stuff that just goes on for hours and hours and yeah. hours is what wears these guys down, which is what takes them from that level of performing to, you know, just being fatigued. You never, you, don't, see, you never see any of that. All you, you see is the really good stuff or the really bad stuff. Well, yeah, there's and no, me yell. You always see me yell. You're the yeller. Yeah, there's no there's no show called Deadliest Accountants out there. No. That didn't happen. It what, happen. Are, well, yeah, you're, all, you're always yelling, man. They always cut you yelling, you know, making you like the yelling guy. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. I don't I don't get it. That's funny. I know. I know you. It's just a little bit. I, it's funny. You're not a yell. You're, you're like a mellow guy, man. You're like my old cat, Ralph the Cat. Well, like, hey, man. Lay back. Did he just reference me to a cat? Yes, now? he did. Ralph. He did. That's a, Ralph, I think that's a need, compliment. <laughs> Ralph the Cat. I, I think we need a wider table here. <laughs> Very laid back. So, but no, so you're Bill, laid back, too, though. Uh, quick question, Bill. Do you think uh, now is it more of a mental struggle or a physical struggle when you get into that uh, situation like those big storms whenever you have to make sure that like everything's intact? Like You know, it's everything's stepped up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's harder to get around. It's harder to get your job done. You're nervous as hell. I yeah. mean, at any time, really? you get a 40-footer come over the side. Oh, yeah, we do it. It'll <laughs> bend steel. It'll crush aluminum. It'll wash a guy completely over the side and gone. It'll run you into the rail, knock you out, break an arm, break your back, break your head. What do you do when you see a 40-footer? Is there something you do? Go pucker, into it? Do you pucker up. That's it? Pucker no, up, yeah. Doc? What, what you do is you try to get the bow of the in his... turned into it. Go under. Yeah, remember the farce? The, what was that one movie? It was a parody uh, de- uh Perfect storm. Yeah. Wait, you mean that wasn't real? (laughs) Well, the only thing that was real is when they were when the big wave came. You can see those guys going into it. Yes. Actually, there was some stuff about that movie. Couple, couple real things. Really real. And there was some things where, like the guys on the end of the boom with the torch. Yeah. He gets dunked in the water and comes up, and the torch is still burning. Yes. I love that. I love that. I want one of those torches. Is what I want. And Clooney's Clooney's hair was perfect throughout. Right. Which is nice. Let's not pick. Pick that movie apart. It's, <laughs> it's a classic. It is one of my favorites. <laughs> kind of like Clooney's Sharknado. Huh? Let's uh, Sharknado is right oh, up yeah, there. Sharknado is probably one of the greatest things Absolutely. I've ever seen in my life. I think they're on the shelf right by each other. They, yes. they, yeah, they are because they're both based on true stories. It so is. you know, they're on the same shelf. Yeah. Now, now you know it's funny as you say when you start, you're you're out there during football season. Anyways, how do you catch up? You get to watch the Steelers? All you got TV on that thing? They don't no, show we don't, we don't have that. TV, but I have a ton of people that know what a fan I am, and we have like limited internet okay. scores come in. Other guys have really nice phone systems and internet systems, right. and we kind of relay back and forth because everybody knows how important it is. So this it is a big yeah. deal. Do you yeah. do you DVR all the, some games and go when you get home? You can. I've watch. never really been big at that. You know, the okay. playoff games maybe. Yeah. But if I already know the ending, of regular season, yeah. no. But playoff, yeah, or yeah. Super Bowl, obviously. And every once in a while, we are in town when there's a game, and I will drag my feet a little bit. I caught a. Super Bowl in St. Paul, Alaska, one one season a couple, okay. a couple years ago, and you know you can adjust your schedule a little bit to get in when it goes on, you know. But 
I, I think I think your highlight has to be, man, whenever, well, besides, you know, hanging with me, of course, the Steeler training <laughs> camp when you come in. That would be the greatest. No, those guys <laughs> treat us like champs up there. I mean, it, what's really weird is I didn't really get it. Last year was my first year to go mm-hmm. to camp. Yeah. And the, the the open arms and the, like Coach Tomlin came off the field and took us. I was like his fourth uh, tweet. I mean. That's pretty cool. I was on a show. I, think, I don't know who was at one of the radio stations the next day, and these guys were losing their mind. It's like. <laughs> You're like his fourth tweet. He never leaves it. But that guy is amazing. I mean, he's cultured. He's funny. He's quick-witted. I mean, he's an amazing man. I'm I'm proud to have met him. Yeah, and growing up, you know, Pittsburgh guy, man, that's just a fantasy. It is. When we grew up, Steelers are royal. It's religion for us. And then the other night, we were on the field with the Pirates. I mean, out there for batting practice and... Big year too. We're gonna have him, so yeah. you know, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Now the whole the whole experience, it's it's really awesome to be back and. For a bunch of years, I left and didn't look back, but it's actually pretty intriguing to come back and be more part of the city again. And, you know, nobody else on the show is from east of the Rockies, so it's nice to have that separation, too, you know. To, yeah, yeah, just to get away. And it's away. funny, I, get, I brought a guy in from uh, one of the major NASCAR teams that experienced the Steelers and the Pirates with me. And yeah. He's Rob. He's a tire guy for Dale Jr. Nobody, okay. nobody important, but... Uh, <laughs> I uh, they welcomed me into their group, the '88 group with uh, Dale Jr. So I knew Rob was a crazy pirate fan and a Steeler fan. So when we were at the track in Indianapolis, I told him this might be a possibility, and the look in his eye. And then when we were at Pocono, I got a hold of yeah, the local locals, and they said, "Yeah, bring him along. They'd be proud to have him." I mean, it's it, it's he's a prominent dude, and he's been time. blowing up my phone saying thanks, thanks to the Steelers, thanks to the Pirates. I really wish he was here today because he's. He's a pretty funny guy. I'd love guy. to meet him next next time you're in, man. But definitely love to meet him. I, uh, Dale uh, seems like the most down-to-earth guy in the world. I'm sure he is, though, isn't he? Pretty amazing cat. I mean... Seems that way. Anybody that can go 200 miles an hour or three inches off a concrete wall with about 38, 40 other cars around him, it's uh, it's that pretty takes, amazing, dude. Yeah. What, what those guys do is crazy. One of my favorite things is, though, I'll be at a track, and there'll be some guy that's a good 350, 400, no shirt on... Some hard hat with beer cans on it, Um, ugly cooler, and they're introducing the drivers, and this guy's standing there booing one of these guys. I mean, it just reminds me how how we get treated on the show sometimes. And I looked Mm -hmm. at this one guy that was doing it. I said, hey, I said, you couldn't double park a Hugo, and you're booing this guy that goes 200 miles an hour. I said, what the hell's wrong with you? He goes, he looks at me and goes, it's NASCAR, man. What's so, it? <laughs> like, Wait, you know, what did he say? It's NASCAR, man. That was his answer. I'm, and I just it's the funniest thing ever. No, I just shook my head and walked away, and everybody around me applauded, you know, because... I don't know. I'm so no matter what stupid thing that guy does, in other yeah. words, all week, he just says, it's NASCAR, man. NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, whatever. I mean, Bill has a point. They're, they're, the only person well, that goes that fast is Batman. That's so true. So if you're a regular person going that fast, you have some well, talent. Well, think about it. It's those guys that can do that, man, are amazing. And it's yeah. like, you know, what Bill's saying, he's amazed at that. And I'm sure they're amazed at the fact you can battle a 40-foot wave, man. You have that gene in you. 40 can... feet is... That's, no, that's no. How about 60, 65? Was it was the highest wave? I've, I've been in 65, but so, I always underestimate. You know you know them carp we caught last week? Or yeah, we, oh, we didn't catch any carp. carp. Yeah, we, we, we didn't, didn't catch any carp. We really thought that about But right. if it was 15 inches, I'd call Stanley. it 14, just because people that exaggerate drive me crazy. But <laughs> I'll call the waves I was in that were at so least So you go a little... little okay. Might even have been a little more. You go that. conservative on, on the I call. try to. Yeah. That way you don't look like a clown when Jeez, it gets 60, discovered. 65 foot. That's six basketball hoops. 
That's uh, six. Basketball. I couldn't why, why, imagine. Why would you come up with that reference, man? Yeah. I have to because I can dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only person here who could dunk. Oh. So. Hey, 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 hey wait a second. Reference. You've seen my vertical leap. I have. I have. Four and, and a half still inches, not better man. than uh, Bill's. But if I get a running Bill, start. Bill has an eight. Eight foot vertical leap. I've you, seen you, it. No, you see me. You've seen me reverse dunk. I have seen you reverse. Ball. Yeah, on that Nerf ball. That was the Nerf one. But uh, yeah, it's it's you know it's an amazing job. You've amazing life, man. You you the best part about it is I think is because you get it. You, you do you know you do help a lot of charities, and that's what you know. That's why you were given uh, that gift, I, I, right? We both talked about that philosophy. You're given some kind of any kind of notoriety or whatever. You, it's to give back and you know level the playing field a little bit and help out others and stuff. So you had a lot of good charity work. Actually, buddy. forget all. I'm just trying to fix all the karma from when I was a young kid. <laughs> that too. <me> <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be nice at all. <laughs> I just get into heaven. I'm just a little worried where I'm going to end up when this <laughs> yeah. is all over. Yeah, we need some, we need some tickets when St. Pete gets up to the gate, right? <laughs> It'll be sixty foot flames. I, I got a couple hot passes for him. He wants to go to a NASCAR event. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wow, Bill, you're the greatest. Uh, thanks for joining the show again, man. You're the best. Uh, we appreciate it. And, you know, do it again next year, right? Yeah, I hope so. I hope we do more next year. We we need to concentrate on maybe doing something for the community. You know, let's we always commit. have a good time. We all, always have fun. But let's have fun and do something. You have my word. Let's do it. Let's pick it. We'll pick a venue. We'll, we'll do a, a couple. We'll give it to a few charities, you know, and raise some money and have a lot of fun. And Pittsburgh, uh we're a couple of Pittsburgh guys, and, and uh, you love Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh loves you, Bill. They so do. Appreciate oh. it. Wow, Bill, deadliest catch, man. Appreciate I, you guys. Good uh, congratulations you. on the last season, 10th season. I, I, I got to tell you, that's one of the best seasons, man, I thought. We've had some of our best ratings, and Terry, I'd like to help you find another deal, man. I can't. You, you can't be sitting by him every time. Thanks, I, man. I appreciate it. I mean, it. you're the guy that stays he's, in touch with me in the off season, and yeah, he's yeah, stuck see? with me. Terry stuck with me. I, well, unless, yeah. unless I go on the boat. Me. You're going to teach Bill me the boat. I think you're going to do better at next to him yeah you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> man what I about that I'll porpoise be better. <laughs> i'm gonna catch a porpoise with a unicorn horn oh man hey it's it was a great time thanks bill wild bill appreciate thanks it, man. for having me jim Cran, no restrictions on the sideshow network if your business whether large or small is in need of commercial collections choose prime core group prime core group is a pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency now if your business is owed money prime core group is there to help you on a contingency basis only PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to primecoregroup.com. No restrictions. So that was Wild Bill, Terry Jones, and myself hanging out on on the Clipper. And uh, of course, Wayne Wild was there, and uh, Frank Mergia, and, uh, part of the crew uh, at the show and or taping the show. But it was it was so much fun hanging with Bill. He's just such a great guy, as I said earlier, and I enjoy I enjoy talking to him. I can't wait to uh, hang out with him again, like we are going to do real soon. Is we're going to plan this, you know a couple charity events uh, coming up, and I will be announcing those. Interesting stuff about you know deadliest kid. I like how he said that it was like six. What did he say? Like uh, versus a sixty five foot wave, it only says sixty or whatever. <laughs> he doesn't want to exaggerate. <laughs> that, that's I I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine that. These guys just, you know, take on these crazy these waves and those, and those little boats, man. I, I hey, I love crap, believe me, but Jesus, I wouldn't do that. I how about they said the perfect storm is a parody of fishing. I, I thought that was <laughs> really Clooney's Clooney's that was his career. Although he did he did I I think he was joking. I think he kinda liked the perfect storm, right? He, you know, 
he has to like that show that movie although that was that i think it was i think it was sword fishing actually that that was i think that was what it was right i think so but yeah the perfect storm wave which you know bill just battles every day battle that's an average wave for bill the perfect storm wave that's why it was too much for Clooney. bill can handle it and i i the guy when that last that one episode was it was the episode before the last episode of the season before the finale the guy sabotaging a boat or bill you know but the but the bait he was using up too much bait uh, bill actually got that guy to school so he said you know he's not the bad guy they portray him to be we were both laughing about that off off mic uh, also but uh yeah I, I well the show is how they edit right i mean it's basic it's real he said it's basically it's what you see is what you get but there are editing you know he said just the high points and low points is what we see obviously and we both share the same passion and if it doesn't work out for us lesbian lesbian porn fluffer is the way to go without a doubt i think that's that's a job that that's a vision that bill and i both share to become lesbian uh, porn fluffers one day if you know if everything just doesn't doesn't work out but i will continue to watch deadliest catch and as they'll be heading into their, their 11th season and i can't thank uh, uh bill enough uh wild bill rakowski great guy and just uh you know like i said pittsburgh through and through so we'll be uh, uh watching cape caution bill and in rooting you on here uh from the berg i'll be enjoying it with have my favorite beverage while you battle the 60 foot waves okay so i'll just you know right the rest of us will just sit back relax and warm we'll warm ourselves up with a little storage wars right we'll get our drinks and uh watch intervention and then we'll watch uh, deadliest catch that's our routines and in the end of the day we, we feel good about ourselves i love it so i hope you enjoyed the show really uh i had a lot of fun as always yeah i, I thank you so much for listening you know all the support you, you you give me and the guys we all we all really appreciate it so thanks so much jim Cren, no restrictions on the sideshow network 